When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. From Learfield IMG College, this is Aggies All The Way, the official podcast of Utah State Athletics. Aggies All The Way is presented by Guild Mortgage. Guild Mortgage Company and the Karen Nielsen team is experienced and knowledgeable with all types of loan products and can tailor the perfect loan for you. Karen and the team would love to meet you and help you own what matters. NMLS number 3274, Equal Housing Lender. All right, welcome into another edition of the Aggies All The Way podcast. Now, I look, I get it. Football's coming up and we're all fired up uh, for the football season. Uh, but before uh, we go knee-deep into the uh, into the football deep dive, I wanted a chance to chat with Coach Odom and uh, get some thoughts on the basketball team as uh, they'll be at it before too long as well. And Coach Ryan Odom, again, kind enough to join us. Uh, Coach, uh, how are things? How's summer treating you up there in Logan? Yeah, it's going great. Yeah, really appreciate you having me on. Great to great to chat with you again, uh, you know, here late in the summer. But uh, guys have done well. They're actually on break right now. And uh, we'll be back uh, right before the start of school. So we're we're right at it. We're ready for some football too. <laughs> you know it. And honestly, I I know there's really no downtime for you throughout the course of a of a year. But if there is a time where things are a little slow and you can kind of spend a little bit more time with the family, is this the time of year that that usually happens? Yeah, it really is. You know, we kind of finished up right at the beginning of August there with all of our workouts. You know, you get about eight weeks in the summer to to work the guys out and. Uh, you know, we saved one week, you know, so we could we could do it right before school starts. So the guys will come back, we'll do some individuals right before school starts, and then 
you know, get going, you know, shortly after the beginning, you know, of the first day of classes. Um, but uh, it's been a good summer. It's been great to get to know all the, you know, all the guys, some new guys, some obviously predominantly returning guys. And, uh, you know, we've got two more that haven't been here just yet, um, you know, that will arrive once the rest of the team's here as well. So, you know, we're excited to have a full roster. So last time we talked, I know that uh, the roster was in flux and you were working on bringing some people in, and now it looks like for all intents and purposes it is set. Uh, I wanted to start with talking about uh, the two young men from uh, your old school, uh, UMBC and uh, RJ Idlerock, as well as uh, Brandon Horvath, and, and talk a little bit about what these guys bring to the table and what Aggie fans can expect out of them. Yeah, they're both great kids, first off, so they fit in, you know, right away, you know, with our current guys and, and Aggies of the past and hopefully of the future, too, because we've got great tradition here of, of having good good quality people, first and foremost. Uh, they're committed academically. Um, you know, one's already, you know, a graduate at this point and kind of going into his master's, and the other will graduate at the end of this year. And, uh, you know, RJ is, is originally from England and, and uh, you know, was a, a really good player for us at, at UMBC. He was first team all-conference and, you know, probably our highest usage guy, you know, at UMBC. And, and, and that means he had the ball, you know, in his hands quite a bit. Uh, Brandon Horvath was a guy that just really developed over the course of his career. He came in really skinny and tall but had skills and, uh, you know, over the course of three years really, you know, became a force, you know, in our conference. And I think he was runner up to player of the year, you know, this past season and, and, uh, you know, just, just will provide a lot of depth, you know, up front for us. Uh, he's about six eleven, skilled from behind the arc and can handle the ball. Uh, and so I think he's going to fit really well with our front court. And then RJ will fit really well with our backcourt. You know, he's a versatile guard. You know, he can play one, two, three. And, you know, you can put him in there with a lot of different lineups. And um, so we're excited that he decided to join us out here in, in Logan as well. Well, for a lot of uh, Aggies that uh, have gone to games in the spectrum for a lot of years, uh, they remember a uh, they remember a kid that used to run around the court all the time and uh, – was making shots at halftime, and uh, now he's back on the team. And uh, I think we're excited to see Rylan Jones, uh, who you know was kind of a lifetime Aggie with his dad, Chris, as part of the program for so long, and then went to Utah and now back at uh, Utah State. So I think there's a lot of excitement, especially with what he did as a freshman at Utah. Um, what what can people expect out of him, and what are some of the strengths of his game that he brings to this team? Yeah, we couldn't be more thrilled to have him back here at home at Utah State. I mean, Rylan obviously grew up this grew up here, you know, in this town, around this this campus and, and certainly in the spectrum and his whole family did. And you know, that's an intimate thing. I mean, that's an important thing. I and mean, I certainly can relate to that, you know, as a as a college coach's son as well. Spent many hours of practice, you know, with older guys watching guys at Virginia, you know, when I was a young kid, probably similar to Ryland. Uh you know, go at it in practice and then also in the games, you know, in the ACC. And, and uh, you know, you really get tied to that. And, um, you know, it's really neat to see him, you know, here with his teammates. Um, you know, he's just comfortable. And, uh, you know, we're obviously from a basketball perspective, you know, he's a, he's a major talent. Uh, you know, his mind is a big factor in his game because he's so smart. 
uh, on both sides of the ball. He's really, really effective defensively because of his uh, ability to uh, know what's going to happen before sometimes even the offense does. And then offensively, he's just he's a sharer. He's a guy that can make shots. He's a guy that can, you know, make plays. I think he fits, you know, the way that I coach, you know, in a lot of ways, and the way that our staff, you know, uh, coaches. Um, you know, he likes to play faster. He's a very creative player. And, you know, I think, I think uh, Aggie fans are going to be really excited to see him out there on the court. And then uh, I wanted to talk about another player, and uh, I apologize. I haven't had a chance to chat with anybody up there about pronunciations, but uh, I know that you're fired up to bring over, and I believe the first uh, player from Bahrain to play uh, Division One college basketball in Z uh, Hamada. And I don't know, I'm sure I butchered that, but uh, I know there's a lot of people excited to see what he can do. Yeah, no question. You know, I think you, you hit hit the nail on the head. We're just going to call him Z here as there well. You go. Uh, <laughs> on our team so I think I think you're right on it he's a great kid and we couldn't be more excited to to have him here and uh you know he went to a great school in in Bridgeton Academy a prep year for him uh this past season with a with an awesome coach uh there at, at Bridgeton and uh you know I've I've recruited up there quite a bit you know during my my time as a college coach and and uh you know, Z performed really well this past season and, and caught the eyes of a lot of, you know, certainly recruiters and, and scouting services and stuff like that. But he's a versatile player. You know, he's every bit of six six, six seven, And, you know, he, he is a little bit skinny around the legs, but he's got the ability to get bigger. Um, he's athletic. You know, he's long on defense. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to be a good, a good player for us. And, and time will tell kind of how he fits in. You know, he's one of those guys that wasn't here to brawl the workout. And so it's kind of tough to say kind of how he'll, he'll interact and, and make his way within the team. That's kind of be up to him, you know, as we get going in this next stretch. Um, and the same with Norbert as well. Norbert from Amsterdam, and he wasn't here for all the workouts over the summer as well. And so time will kind of tell what kind of impact you know, that, that he'll be able to have on the team. And obviously that's up to the individual um, and, and how they, they do in practice and workouts. You know, it's interesting. I was talking to Blake Anderson about recruiting and, and at Utah State in particular, you mentioned in football, sometimes you have to sign a kid with the thought of, okay, he's not this now, but he's going to be this physically in two or three years. You know, and, and he said, you know, sometimes we'll look at the dad and see what his body type looks like and kind of anticipate that, okay, we're getting him here at 17, 18, but by the time 20 rolls in, we anticipate that he'll grow into this. Is there a certain element of that in basketball too when you, when you recruit uh, you know, young kids like that? Yeah, no question. And I think you know, it's, it's crazy because I think these kids, you know, as I get older, these kids just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger <laughs> you know, every year. And, and the skill sets in our sport get better and better and better as well you know, as you really look at it. The size, you know, has certainly changed, um, but I think more so the skill sets have changed um, with, in addition to the size. And so, and when we go out and recruit, I mean, that's really one thing that we really like. And that's not to say that we don't like smaller guys because you know, I've, I've coached some of the smallest in Division One, you know, during my short time at, at UNDC and, and and even before that um, at other places, but. You know, I do think skill and, 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 and the size, the combination of the two 
are really, really important. You know, when you when you start looking at players that fit our style of play, because we want to be versatile. And you know, I think we've put together a roster that is pretty tall and is pretty skilled. And you know, maybe we're not going to be the most athletic team in our league, um, but we are. We will. We will be from a size perspective and a skill perspective. You know, right there with most. I think. Anything jump out at you? I mean, I know that you probably, last time we talked to you, starting to get a feel for the roster, but now you were able to spend eight weeks with them and and work out with these guys. Uh, anything jump out at you that, uh, that, that I don't want to say surprised you, but uh, that you were uh, uh, pleasantly happy about uh, with, with what you've inherited and what you have on this team? Yeah, no question. I mean, I think we have some, some experience, you know, on this team. Um and it's a good combination because we're experienced, but we're also young at the same time. That um, uh, sounds weird to say, but we've got some older guys uh, that have been on mission and have come back now, but are still freshmen because of COVID. And so it's a really unique thing, um, you know, for us. You take a guy like Stephen Ashworth, you know, he's right at 20 years old and, and uh, you know, went on a two-year mission, came back, played a year, well, last year, I know he had some big games for us. You know, the last year really didn't even count for him. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got four years to play, and and there's several guys that are in that same boat. You know, Max Shulga's in the same boat. You know, obviously he wasn't a mission guy, but he's got he's got four years if he so chooses to play. And you know, I think that's a real benefit for us. And we're not the only ones, you know, in the country that are dealing with that. But I do think, you know, the mission aspect of it, you know. You know, can further strengthen that. Um, and we got several guys in that same same boat. Um, you know, guys that, that I felt like performed really well in the spring. Obviously, when you see Bean up 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 and close, like we've had the ability to do, you know, over that eight week stretch. I mean, you you, you obviously the first thing that jumps out to you is his motor and his, his you know ability to just make plays at such a fast pace. And you know, he's constantly attacking the rim. And I think we're going to be able to utilize that a ton. You know, our team's going to need him to, you know, even even take a, a bigger step forward than, than he did in, in years past, uh, you know, for us to be successful. And he understands that. And and that could be from a leadership standpoint as well. You know, this is kind of the tail end of his career here. And, and I know he wants to go out, you know, on a really positive note. And so I've, I've enjoyed every day that we've been able to spend together on the court and off the court too. Um, you know, Brock Miller is, is, is certainly an energy guy for our team. Um, he's a much better defender than people give him credit for. Obviously, we know he can shoot the basketball. So I think he's a key key player for us from an energy standpoint. The guys listen to him. Uh, you know, he understands, you know, he's been a part of winning teams, you know, here at U- Utah State and understands kind of what it takes and what you have to do, the things that you have to go through in order to, to be successful as a unit and his voice is going to be and his game is going to be really important for us. Stephen Ashworth is obviously I mentioned him before is is a key player for us. Max Shulga, uh, you know, is about as talented a guy as we have. Um, Trevin, you know, has really made strides and obviously is going to be a, you know, a key player, you know, in that, that front court for us, you know, with the loss of Meany. Um, and he's really coming. I'm so proud of what he's done over the course of this summer. Sean Bearstow, you know, Aggies, you know, all around constantly are talking to me about him whenever I see folks around because, 
you know, he, he clearly is, is a talented player. And I really think that the speed at which we play is really going to benefit him. And, uh, you know, you can kind of see him gaining confidence, you know, daily. And there are others, you know, out there. I don't want to go through the whole roster. Yeah. There are others certainly that, you know, are going to have a chance to, to impact our team in a really positive way. But, um, you know, I couldn't be more excited about what I've seen so far. The one thing that has been really impressive about this team is I remember talking to Nimi last year and, and, and I, you know, I asked him that you're the face of this team. Now Do you embrace that. And he said, yes. He said, look, we all wish Sam Merrill could play for another 10 years. But, uh, but he, but he, he said that, you know, I look forward to being the guy that everybody needs to rely on and be that stabilizing force in that locker room to be able to say, look, you know, here's some adversity. Let's deal with it. Let's get over it. Uh, and I think in, in, talking to Justin Bean, I get that same sense where, you know, we wish Nimi was still here, but I'm ready to help fill that void and take that next step from a leadership and a maturity standpoint. And, uh, and, and there's some other guys in that locker room that's willing to do it as well. And I guess that that all goes into the culture that you want out of your program where guys can step up after other guys leave and say, okay, it's my ship now and let's go and let's get it done. Yeah. That's when you know you have a true program, you know, the culture is strong and it's passed down from year to year. It's not yeah. a guarantee that, Hey, you come in as a freshman and you get to kind of take over the thing. Um, you know, you, four year guys, you know, nowadays, I mean, you, you go back and you look at it, you know, last season, you know, Baylor had, had, you know, some veterans and there's a reason they were right there at the end, you know, to win a national championship. You have a guy that is Mimi's teammate now, four year player and Davion Mitchell. And, you know, there's something to be said for that. And, you know, it wasn't given to him early on. And, and you know, he earned everything he got all the way to that last game. And now he's, you know, one of the older guys to be drafted that, that early, you know, mm-hmm. in, in the NBA draft. And so I think that's where we're headed, you know, as a program and, and what we want to continue to, to cultivate and grow. And, uh, you know, we certainly, you know, believe that, you know, cultures is, is so important. And it's defined, you know, by the behaviors that you that you tolerate and uh, behaviors that you celebrate. And so we're not going to tolerate things that don't lead to winning. And a lot of that comes from, you know, your your seniors and your veteran players like Justin Bean. And uh, we certainly want to celebrate things that lead to winning. And uh, we've got a lot to celebrate right now, even though we haven't played a game. <laughs> and a lot of that's due to previous coaching staff and the players that have, have uh, you know, uh, worked so hard to, to get it to where it's at right now. And we're excited to, uh, to help continue to grow it. When you walk into a kid's uh, living room and, or, or on an AAU circuit and you're telling them about Utah state, how much does it help when you say, Oh, and by the way, the last two drafts, we've had two guys get selected in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, that's the goal for all these kids. I mean, they spend hours upon hours as trainers and their parents flying them here and there and AAU, AAU games in Vegas and Omaha and <laughs> over to, you know, Peach Jam and in, in Augusta, Georgia and Atlanta. I mean, it's just they're traveling all over, you know, for the course of about eight years. And, and uh, the goal certainly is, you know, for a lot of these kids, you know, of course, is the education and getting a degree, but at the same time, you know, they're playing this game because they see the NBA on TV every night. And, you know, it's a life-changing thing, and, and it's okay to have that goal. You know, we want players that want to play in the NBA. 
And to have two straight guys, you know, achieve that dream, I mean, that's really special. And, you know, especially, you know, to do that in the Mountain West in a two-year stretch. You know, it's not an easy thing to do. And, you know, we're, we're hopeful that we're going to have more. And, and certainly uh, we feel like we're going to. And, you know, I think it's more than just that, though, for Utah State. I think it's the passion that our fans and students have, you know, for um, our university and, and certainly our athletics programs and specifically basketball and the spectrum. Uh, I think fans are so excited. You know, when we show recruits um, what our arena looks like on a given night when it's packed and the herd's going crazy, I mean, they immediately look at it and they go, oh, oh my, I didn't know it was like that now. And so I think that's that's – that's a big thing. It's not like that everywhere. And, you know, we want to continue to showcase that and, and make it even better, make it even stronger to where, you know, the entire country, they're not going, Oh, I didn't know it was like that. It's like, Oh yeah, we know what we're getting at Utah state and, and it's more known. And I think that's, that's certainly out there for us. You, uh, you, you've got your staff from uh, UMBC and Nate Dixon and Bryce Crawford and, and Matt Henry and, and I think having the consistency of that staff certainly helps you and in, in, in what you're trying to build. But uh, I, I never really thought much about this position until I started doing play-by-play and was with the team and kind of got a behind-the-scenes look of of what this job really entails. But uh, you you just uh, announced that uh, Kelsey Nosh, I believe I'm pronouncing that last name correctly, is your new director of basketball operations. Yeah, it's actually Naki. Oh, Naki. Yeah, Naki. Okay. Well... I, yep. I, I know I'm going to need to know that name yep. very well because you need a great DBO to make sure the trains run on time. And it cert- certainly seems like uh, uh, she's up for that challenge as well. Talk a little bit about that position, that hiring, and, and what that means to the program. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of different ways that, that this job has been used, you know, in the past. And I think, you know, the way it used to be used every, every time was an aspiring coach, right? Somebody yeah. that wants to be on the bench wants to grow into recruiting and, and develop into a coach on the bench. And then there's other programs and uh, that, that will use it a little bit differently. You know, we're entering a different age, you know, here in college athletics right now and certainly in basketball. And you've got name, image, and likeness. You've got branding. It's so important. Social media organization, you know, is so important, you know, because you have so many different things now that you have to deal with. You know, that probably my father didn't have to deal with years ago. I mean, it's just constantly changing because the information is moving so quickly. And, you know, Kelsey grew up in the business. Her father was a coach, was a head coach at American University uh, from about 1990 to 97. And uh, now he's the radio guy uh, for the University of Maryland and Coach Turgeon over there. And Kelsey graduated from Maryland and worked in the athletic office there and the basketball office, you know, her entire time while she was there in, in college and then stayed on after college. And, and uh, you know, just always wanted to be around a team. And, uh, you know, she's on the right, you know, to for this position. And her skill set, you know, from a branding perspective, from a connection standpoint, uh you know, re- uh, external relations standpoint, because it's more than just, you know, booking flights and hotels and yeah. keeping us all organized. It's, you know, it's a bigger job than that nowadays. And, um, you know, we're excited that, that, you know, she's chosen to come out here with us because it's a big, it's a big move, you know, 
uh, you know, coming across the country uh, like this. But you know, she's she's going to do great, and I've got other other great ones as well. And, and Billy Bales, who played for me at at um, at Lenore Ryan, and uh, and also Noah Ralby uh, as well. Um, those two guys are off the road and and have specific positions that you know really will benefit our players. Uh, one's player development, the other one's analytics. And uh, you know uh, we've got two two graduate you know managers as well. That um, one played for me at Lenore Ryan. Uh, he was a he was an All American at Lenore Ryan. Uh, he led our conference in points, rebounds, and a, a point guard position. Wow. And, uh, he was an amazing, amazing player, and uh, he wants to coach and give it a go. And so he's he's out here for two years, you know, um, you know, as a graduate um, manager. And then Quinn Taylor, you know, who Aggie Aggie faithful love, he's doing it as well. And so we've got former player, you know, involved with the program uh, as well. And we're so so excited that Quinn wants to, you know, do that as well. Wants to be a coach, so. Uh, we've got a good staff. I'm very lucky, and um, you know, I think I think it's uh, you know it's an exciting time, you know, for our program. And one thing, and and I'm not we're not breaking down the schedule by any stretch for the Mountain West Conference, but I, I would say like when that gets released, do you guys pour over it and say, okay, you know, this is a difficult stretch, or this is a st- ugly stretch here, and this we, we can pick up some games here. Do you look at it like that or just like, look, we know we're going to play pretty much everybody at some point in another season, so let's not stress about it. Let's just go out and play some games. Yeah, I think if you start doing that, then it's not going to go exactly the way you think anyway. Yeah. And so, you know, I never try to do that. You know, I mean, I, obviously you, you do kind of eyeball some some certain games and from a travel perspective. I think that, that part of it is important. You know, where do you need to charter to? Where do you need to, you know, plug some holes in terms of travel perspective where, where they're going to be a little more difficult. You certainly want to prep for those times where they need a little bit more rest or, or whatever, but you know, I'm a field coach. Um, and you know, every game that comes, like I want to focus on that particular game. Yeah. And, and, and if I start worrying about what's next or what just happened, um, you know, a lot of times uh, I feel like I get distracted and so I don't want to get too far ahead on things. And we're honestly, we're just trying to finish up our non-conference schedule now. I know folks are eager to, to get it and we're close. Um, you know, we're just waiting on a couple of folks here, um, to make some decisions, but we're very close to getting that thing wrapped up as well. We'll, we'll go ahead and get that out, you know, as soon as we can, but, um, sometimes it's not within our, our total control. But um, we are close, so we're about a game away, which is good. And I like that, how that's shaping up. It's going to be a tough non-conference, you know, which will get us ready, yeah. you know, for the Mountain West. And, and uh, obviously we know what kind of league it is and how tough it is. So, um, you know, it's going to be fun. Outside of personnel questions, you know, you mentioned you get stopped at a grocery store at a gas station or something like that. Outside of personnel and who's coming in and how people are developing – is the uh, schedule in particular, the non-conference schedule, probably the, the questions you get hit up the most on? Yeah, they, they, I'll tell you what folks say to me is that they're so excited, you know, that they can go back in the spectrum. Yes. And, and how much they missed it. Yeah. You know, last year. I mean, I get that more than anything. I mean, they, you know, they, they you know, I was walking down the street in the neighborhood the other day and I stopped and talked to a couple and, and they have season tickets 
and uh, just so excited, you know, to be able to get back in the spectrum to watch games again. And yeah, you know, they know all the players, you know, and and uh, you know they 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 know what what being in there means to the community. And uh, I think I think a lot of folks are are thinking that it's going to be a really special year, you know, that we're able to get back in there now. So yeah. hopefully it doesn't. You know, with this Delta, hopefully that doesn't kind of, you know, derail things a little bit, you know, um, going forward. we gotta, we got to hope for the best here. And, uh, you know, I think, I think we'll be fine. Well, Coach, I've probably kept you way too long. I appreciate it. Uh, always good catching up with you and uh, can't wait until uh, this thing gets started and uh, we've got some games. Yeah, no question. We're looking forward to it. And uh, thanks again for having me on. I look forward to getting back on with you soon. This has been Aggies All the Way, the official podcast of Utah State Athletics, presented by Guild Mortgage. Guild Mortgage Company and the Karen Nielsen team is experienced and knowledgeable with all types of loan products and can tailor the perfect loan for you. Karen and the team would love to meet you and help you own what matters. NMLS number 3274, Equal Housing Lender. The proceeding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Aggie Sports Network. Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Peppa play sets. Peppa Pig, inspiring kid confidence.